Hi, I'm Nicole Ferraro, and this is The Divide, a podcast from Light Reading exploring the ongoing digital divide, why and where it still exists, and what needs to be done to get people everywhere connected to reliable high-speed internet. Today, I'm joined by John Gedmark, founder and CEO of Astronus, a space technology company that aims to improve internet access worldwide with smaller, lower-cost satellites. John and I discuss the type of satellite technology Astronus is using and how it differs from other companies in the satellite space, and we get into the details of the company's planned deployments for the state of Alaska and the country of Peru. John, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So just to start off, I'd love for you to tell me a bit about Astronus. Um, when were you guys launched? Where do you operate? And how do you differ from some other satellite broadband companies in the in the space like space uh, Starlink and OneWeb? Yeah, so uh, uh, Astronus is based in San Francisco. Uh, we started the company a little over five years ago uh, with this mission uh, to help expand uh, connectivity, especially out in the most remote and, and rural places with, uh, these, these small dedicated satellites. And, uh, we've been able to, uh, raise money along the way from, uh, venture capital, uh, through a number of funding rounds, most recently a $250 million, uh, very large series C. Um, and that has allowed us to begin really scaling up the team and our manufacturing capability, because we just see the demand. Uh, coming from all corners of the earth uh, every single day, hearing from people that that uh, need more connectivity and uh, are really interested in this uh, in this model of having their own satellites. And so, uh, what we are focused on right now is scaling up the company and our uh, and our manufacturing uh, capabilities, so we can build many of these satellites. Um, that is what the that is what this most recent funding round was uh, to go and to go and achieve. And so that's what we're off doing. This is something that just had never existed before. Actually, this is uh, uh, a, a brand new service uh, where a small country or medium-sized country uh, or a Fortune 1000 company could just have their own very their uh, could just have their very own dedicated satellite asset uh, that is uh, just for them. So, uh, for example, what we were very excited to recently announce was the first ever dedicated satellite for the country of Peru. Uh, and this is a new satellite that we'll be launching in just a couple of years that will go up and provide broadband internet out to some of the most remote parts of the country. And that is really what we're all about. Uh, each of our satellites is designed to blanket a country with broadband internet uh, and, and help get millions of people online who otherwise would not be able to do that. So tell me a bit about that partnership in Peru, because that is how I learned about you guys to begin with. Um, what makes uh, the terrain, the environment, the whatever it is, the the specific situation that caused the digital divide in Peru, what makes that the right environment for your satellites? Yeah, for sure. So uh, Peru's actually, uh, uh, like a lot of places, uh, we've really hit the limits of what we can reach with uh, fiber. Uh, almost by definition, the 4 billion people that do not have reliable access to the internet today are the people that we have not been able to reach with fiber, despite decades of fiber build out and you know, many billions of dollars. Uh, you're just, we've hit the limits of 
where it makes sense to string fiber. Uh, and so out in some of these most remote areas, uh, rural areas, and, and really just from any area with, with pretty rough terrain, um, it's just not economical to run fiber out to, to each of those areas. So uh, right, the, the model here, by the way, is uh, people in Peru, and this is true again in you know, many countries around the world, they're really thinking mobile first, right? They are, they are thinking, how can I, you know, they wake up and they just want to know how can they get broadband internet on their cell phone like, uh, like everybody else, uh, 4G LTE broadband on their cell phone. Uh, and so the model is for us to help connect cell towers uh, to the network so that they can build cell towers, so that our customers can build cell towers out in some of the most remote parts of Peru, uh, and and so that's what this uh, deal is going to is going to enable. That um, so our customer uh, manages a number of cell towers today that use this model, um, and they're going to build uh, or upgrade thousands of cell towers all over Peru, and that will allow all the people of Peru that that want it and need it to get 4G LTE uh, broadband internet on their cell phones for the very first time. So with your deployment in Peru, uh, how many people are you going to be able to connect? Yeah, we estimate that we'll be able to connect about 3 million people to 4G broadband internet on their cell phones for the very first time. Uh, it's a huge, huge deal for the, uh, for the people of Peru. And uh, it's just, it's fantastic to see this really start to play out because this is a model that we can replicate across many countries uh, in Latin America and then in other parts of the world and truly get millions and millions of people online with broadband internet for the very first time. Gotcha. And just one final question for you then. Um, you know, Astronus is well-placed to help solve the digital divide. You have a, a unique way of doing that with your satellite technology. But what are the challenges that you guys are still facing when it comes to addressing the digital divide in the various regions you're working, whether it's, you know, like you were just said, um, scale, just scaling the company? Uh, is it supply? Is it local policies? Um, tell me about some of the challenges you're facing as you try to solve this problem, even with your own unique solution. Oh, I mean, I, I, I think our, uh, our probably our biggest challenge has been and, and always will be um, uh, uh, talent and um, there being, um, you know, I mean, we, we have we have now grown the team to over 200 people, including uh, just some unbelievable engineers from across uh, the space industry and, and from uh, some other parts of the tech industry as well. And, uh, uh, and it is a challenge. We are hiring. So if you are listening to this and you're interested in working uh, on this mission and, and working on some cool stuff that's going to fly in space, uh, please hit us up. You know, you can find us at uh, uh, astronauts.com. You can uh, click on our careers page and, and go from there. So, um, uh, you know, right now we are uh, really honestly just hiring as fast as we can across a huge array of, of roles. Uh, to to scale the key um, to scale the team, and that's one of the biggest challenges that we've been facing. 
All right, not a bad challenge to have. Um, so hopefully you'll just get flooded with resumes after people hear this episode. Um, thank you so much, John. I really Absolutely. enjoyed talking with you today. Likewise, yeah, thanks so much. All right. Thank you again, John, for joining me. Thank you as well to our producer, Pierre Landrio, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more episodes of The Divide, as well as interviews and insights from the Light Reading team. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.